2: Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. What's
3: going on, people? Welcome to the live match reaction Palace 3, as well as the three points at Sheffield United 2. We're going to be discussing the win and also going through your comments The lines will be open in about a few minutes time where you can join in and have your say as always if you do enjoy the content don't ask for much if you can hit the like button and subscribe to keep the channel growing and keep the community growing as well which it has been doing over the past month or so that will be fantastic there's a lot of people here there's a lot of, lot of comments coming through but before we actually get started and you know invite people on just quickly stan what are you saying How, how's it <laughs> Um. I think we made very, very
0: hard work of that game, man. Like they are there's a reason they got nine points. They're absolutely terrible. Um, and we let them score two goals. Um, yeah. That's all I can say. But listen, three points is three points. Um yeah. and we move forward. Um Scum got battered tonight. Um, so battered to don't the know point i not like, gonna be good for us though. I'll be honest. Yeah? We'll talk about that later, but I don't know if that's gonna be good for us. <laughs> Mate, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, maybe they'll come back all guns blazing, or maybe are in a bad run of form. But let's hope that either Eze or Elise
3: aren't injured. That's all we can hope mm-hmm. for. And look, there's. I, I think there's a lot to talk about today. Uh, look, I'm going to say it, and some people might not like me for this, but that that result is paper over cracks. That's a short answer for it. Massive paper over cracks today. What I saw in the second half, it wasn't good enough. It, it's showing the same problems. I'll be honest. I said as well I tweeted it during a game um it was individual brilliance today that won us a the game. There's nothing to really do with tactics. We saw it when Eze and Elise came off. When Eze and Elise comes off for any side, you, you would expect a negative impact, of course, because of how great they are as players. But what I expect from a Palace side is when you have Eze and Elise off, that's when your tactics kick in. When I talk about tactics, I'm not talking about change of formation. That's mm. when you really see what you worked on in a training pitch in terms of what you're trying to do in, in attack as well as defence. And I'll be honest, it got proven. Um, in the last 15, 20 minutes, um, we basically had nothing um, in a, in a game going forward. Um, we, you know, as and say, brilliant masterclass from both of them. But tactically, we don't know what we're doing in attack. In midfield, um, it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. But defensively, you know, it, it, it wasn't an awful performance. But for me, as you said, Stan, I think nine points. You said I thought they won ten points. We went head to head. We okay. went head to head with a side. With, They've got yeah. ten points. They've Sorry. got ten points, and we went head to head with a side. I got ten points. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, we are back." I, I, I'm happy with the result. I think this result was massive for us. We we had to win this game. But for me, looking ahead and looking at today's performance, I, I don't think there's anything that's really changed my mind in terms of the manager and our approach. Because I'll be honest, even no. substitution in no. the second half, negative as well. We got the three points. But honestly, I was at the ground, and it didn't even feel like we were winning. The atmosphere was so flat. I think people are just tired. But some people, of course, they're happy with it, and you know, respect all opinions on here. But for me, it, it was massively paper over cracks. If you still mm. ask me right now, would I want Hodgson gone? Hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think yeah. this game proved it even more. A win is not a win is a win, and it's fantastic. fantastic for us. We we had to win this game. But when I look at how we play, when I look at the subs, when I look at
4: the performances
3: it's it's as elise afc and that's great i did they're great players to have but we don't have anything really tactically going forward man any phases or play any patterns so it's just it's just we do
0: with those two on the pitch but can i just say but do you know did he bring
3: it, it's just on. them two it's just it's just them two i don't think they, with them on the pitch what we saw today is They're they're so damn good that they can create their chance or they can, you know, have that shot to score the goal. But I didn't really see anything from us as a team today to say, oh, great one, two. Oh, oh, that's what we're trying to do. Great phases in the final third. I didn't see any of that. And when they both came off, it it exposed us.
0: It exposed us. I, I do agree with what you're saying to an extent, but I thought Lerma was very good today, as usual. I thought he played quite well. I just come back from Afcon. He got involved. I thought Mateta was quite good. Like there were phases of play. The shocking part was that we conceded two absolutely brutal goals to like probably one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the Premier League. Um, so that was that was a brutal part. Can I just say, Dean
3: Henderson, he is shit, bro. He is so bad. I don't think... I don't know. No, come on. He's had some massive saves for us. He's got about a second goal, which was a deflection. I haven't watched it back, D. but it was a deflection. Sam
0: Johnson saves the first goal.
3: He saves the second goal. And he comes off
0: his line. Henderson nearly got caught out towards the end. Joe had to rescue. He didn't come off his line. He had one, cle- he had one clearance to make, to distribute, and he scried it into the half away. He's the worst, mate. Okay. He is Wayne Hennessy and Scott Flinders levels. I don't know if you're... I, you. No, no,
3: no, no. That's too He's far. That's terrible. not Wayne Hennessy level. He's not Wayne Hennessy level. I'm, I'm sorry. He's not Wayne Hennessy level. But about the first goal, one thing that I'll admit is 22 seconds, I wasn't even in the ground when we conceded that first goal. And can you really blame me? Twenty-two seconds. I have to go watch it back. I haven't watched it back, so maybe you do have a point there. I don't think he's weighing Hennessy levels, though, Stan. I don't think so. I, I, he's, sure. he's 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 made some great saves for us as well. Um, and he hasn't been that bad. Maybe for the first goal, yes, but you know, today he wasn't. Was he tested as much? And the second goal was a deflection. And after that, they had one or two shots. They were pressure on us, but they didn't, they didn't actually create that many opportunities in the final goal. Even though they, you know they kept the possession a bit more in the second half. But yeah, I don't think um, Dean Henderson was that bad. Um, Simon saying we won the game in spite of Roy, not because of him. He has to go. Mitch saying no way is the atmosphere going to be anything but flat after conceding 21 seconds. So what was it, Stan? You tell me, because I, I wasn't there. I'm not going to lie and act like I, I saw what happened when we conceded the first goal. Um, was it, you're saying the goalkeeper should have done better, but defensively, could we have done a
5: bit better?
0: Um, yeah, I think we fell asleep um, and we let him get a shot away in 22 seconds, which is criminal. Um, listen, we won that game because of two absolutely fantastic players that we have. And listen, not every player can be an absolute surty baller on a team, right? They can't be. Um, but we were very, very lucky, um, that we played a really shit team today um, I think it was the case with Brentford as well that we got them on um on a bad day. Um, you know, Sheffield United, I'm not saying they're a great side, but um, you know, one thing Chris Wilder has done is he's given them heart, he's given them a bit of belief and a bit of desire, and they will batter you around. I mean, they nearly they nearly leveled it up. They hit the bar for crying out loud, you know. So it wasn't a comfortable victory. Um, but listen we uh what's it called we won that's the main thing it doesn't change anything for me i think the manager still got to go i think that these two signings will help a lot um and um yeah that's all i can say on the matter really but pff, we made hard work of it man and like and then we had 11 minutes of added time just to
3: prolong like the absolute agony that we had to put up with for 90, age you know? I was I mean? worried, man. I was worried. I, look, when when Ezra went off, that's when I was really worried because I thought, like that, we're going to get a bit exposed. Um, the lines are open, by the way, people. If you want to call into the show and have your say, you can click on this link. Um, unfortunately, I don't know why, but we can't pin the link, but I'll post it throughout the show anyways. Um, so if you want to join us via video, feel free to click on it. To have your say on the game, but I'll be going through the comments as well. Mukta says, "Talk about the problems, Hughes and Richards." Let's start off with Richards because um, I, Mitch said it as well that Richards got done for the first goal. He started at right back today. I'll, I'll be honest, when I saw the lineup and you know Richards signed at right back, I was actually happy with it because I've been calling for it for a while. I, look, I don't think he's going to be great going forward, but defensively, I don't think he can be any worse than what we have right now. But um, look, he started today, Stan. Um, Richards in in defence. Maybe he could have done a bit better for the first goal, but overall, what do you make of his performance? Because Hodgson did change it about.
0: You know, I'm a big fan of Chris Richards, um, and he did change it about. I thought he was okay. Um, I don't think he was a huge issue. Um, I think he did what he had to do. Hodgson's played him here, there, and everywhere, right? So he's played him in DM, he's played him at centre-back against Arsenal and a couple of other times. Um, And he's played him right back is he a right back probably not um but he was fine yeah I think Mm. he did okay he wasn't the reason for our problems He, he he gave it his all and and did what he could do
3: yeah and and we've got a new right back now Munoz um he was on a pitch today um he took a selfie as well so hopefully he gets more opportunities we'll see with that but um maybe Brian might be a bit too soon but it just shows why we've we desperately need a right back because even Richards, he might be the short-term answer, but we've desperately yeah. needed an outright right back and we've got one. So we're going to see what happens with him. And quickly, Will Hughes as well. Um, just get these out the way before we talk about um, Eze's and Elyse's because they were fantastic. I mean, look, Will Will Hughes is a squad player. He shouldn't be a Premier League starter week in, week out because I think his his ability is limited. Um, he, he, he puts in a challenge. He, he loves his challenge. But other than that, I mean, he's got limitations to his game and that's why we're bringing in um, uh, Wharton uh, from Blackburn and he's going to be a fantastic signer, which we'll do a separate stream for that when he's officially announced. But
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: Will Hughes, it's not. It's a short-term answer, right, Stan? It's, it's, it's not been Definitely. week in, week out. My heart cannot take Will Hughes <laughs> playing a full 90 minutes for us.
0: He was, he's not great. He was rubbish today. Like, he was rubbish. Um, He tried to, listen, again, like, he is a squad player. He's fine coming on, seeing out a game. But when you've got him dead on his feet for 90 minutes, the other one was schluck. Like, how is he, um, how is he so bad? Like, how is he so bad? Like, honestly, I think he's just, I think he's toilet, mate. I thought, you know what? Fair play to the kid, Ozo, when he came on. Oh. He'd done good. We're going to talk about the clubs. He done,
3: done, really, done really, really good. You know? and, and, and just quickly, about Ozo, I'll have to say one thing. That anyone who questions whether he's ready or not because of his age, I'll be honest, he came on a pitch. And what he done on a pitch as, what 19 years old? He, seen, he was the youngest on the pitch, but he was a proper leader. And I've said that all along with the midfield situation. Wharton is going to be a fantastic signing, and I'm so excited for him to come to the club. But David Ozo is also ready to feature more Premier League matches, and he should have featured in more Premier League games so far this season with our injury concerns before Wharton came in, because he has been ready physically and technical ability, and he doesn't. he's not even scared. He's not scared of the occasion. I mean, we're 3 we're to up. You can easily go wrong. In terms of you know three to up um, against Sheffield United, you're your young player, you could get nervous, you could be worried, right? Ozo comes on a pitch and he seems like he's he's used to this. And I have will it, it all the way him just
0: Getting in the play, like the winger's face and just like boom, come off me for a throwing back, let's go. Running mm-hmm. down the corner flag. He's uh what's it called? I was like one time I thought I think he slipped up a little bit. I was like, Ozo, like, please, like you're so much better than that. And then like I just saw like the other stuff that he did, and I was like, "Fair play to the kid. He's 19 years old, and he's coming on to see out a game. Like that's, you know, he's there's a player yeah. in there." Like there's- we're also,
3: yeah, we're we're also going to have an update on Um Eze and Elise in terms of their injuries. I think Roy's um spoke after the game about that, so we're going to bring be bringing them th- um, comments through as well to see if they are serious or not. But um, l- let's bring on some of the guests before we talk about the second half because there's a lot to talk about in the second half for me rather than the first half because I think that's where. The subs, I think that's the main t- t- point today. And also, even like the performance um, in the second half in comparison to the first half, I think it's it's worth discussing. But um, let's bring on um, Kenny first. Look, Kenny? Hello, guys. How are you doing, Kenny? all right, mate. 3-2 yes, against up United. Managed to get the win, but I don't know. I don't know. Can you say it wasn't easy at the end or for you? Was you happy with the performance, the result?
4: What do you make of the game? For me... For me, uh, uh, um, for me, I'm just going to say that I wasn't happy with the game. Yeah. I wasn't Why wouldn't be happy? For me, if it wasn't for Olize and Ezé, because Palace would would not have won that match today. Mm. Because Christy Palace don't don't have nobody that can score goals for them. Mm. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. But, mm.
3: but but then when you look at the importance of Ezé and Elise, and I'm just I, know, I, I agree with you, but I'm looking at the other side of things as well to try add some balance. But when you look at Ezé and Elise, I mean, how many sides? can do as as well without Eze and Elisa in the side. Do you think that they're just just so good that, you know, sometimes you just have to appreciate what you have in there. Cause when Eze and Elisa went off, we were worse. For me, I personally, I don't know about you, Kenny, we'll get your thoughts. I thought that tactically we got exposed, especially going forward. I, you know, Eze and Elise for us carried it, and their individual brilliance made us you know, um, score three goals. Um, but for you, when you mentioned Eze and Elise, apart from them, is it the tactics that you weren't happy with? Because the alternative is never going to be as good as Eze and Elise because they're top quality players.
4: I don't think it, it was a tactics, but I just think it's, it's the players that, that, are, that are on the pitch that they don't, they don't know what to do without Elise and Eze. Day. That, that, that's a problem. It wasn't the tactics. I just think it's just the players. And Kenny, so, who do you blame that
3: on? So, what, what, how, how don't they know what to do? Surely that goes back on a manager, right? Because the manager is the one that gives them the instructions to be able to play on a pitch.
4: Yeah, and, and the, the manager has to take some of the actions as well. Mm. Yeah, he has to.
0: You know, Kenny, the one thing I will say is that, like, the Eze and Elisa, like, Eze on his own, hasn't been fantastic at all this season. He's had a couple of good games, don't get me wrong, but it's when the two of them are there. And I think like any team, including the top teams, they will miss players of that quality, right? So, and you look at like, I'm I'm trying to compare a team. So you look at like, you know, look at Brighton, our rivals. I mean, I'm trying to think, they've got a lot of injuries at the moment. Who's who's in, who's out. They miss a lot of players. Um, You look at, you know, I'm trying to see. Even look at Man City when Haaland isn't there, when you know, there's, there's, Rodry, there's yeah, yeah, Rodri. Um, you know, when they're not there, you're, go- you're gonna miss them. Um, I personally think that our defense fell asleep. I'm starting to wonder if Joke Manderson actually wants to be here. I think he's just waiting to get out at the end of the season. I think he's he's had enough, which I don't blame him for. Great player, but I think he's disinterested. Um, and um and yeah, um, you know, that, that's all that we can say. But I, I, I think um, you know, you're definitely going to score more goals than those two on the field for sure. Mm, yeah.
4: Yes, I, I, yeah, I think I think we would because I think th- th- there's a problem with with, with with the strikers up front. I think there's a problem because none of the strikers that are scoring goals. If, if it wasn't for Eze and, and Olise, no one, no one would have scored today. Mm. I, what I, think
3: I, you think performance today? Because I thought it was decent. I mean, he didn't really get that many opportunities in front of goal, but he's hold up play, and he's—you can see it towards the end. He was gassed. like he just needed help. He just needed to be subbed off. But uh, you know, he's been a player that's been linked with a move away from the club. Overall, I was—I was actually pleased with his performance.
4: Yeah, he played well, but the problem is, yeah, he needs to score because sometimes it's not—it's not about playing well. It's—it's—it's it's, it's about scoring the goals as well. That's—that's that's what you but did need. Did
3: he get the today? Did he, did he get opportunities opportunities in front of goal that you know he missed cuz today i get it in overall i i get what you're trying to say like of course the strikers end of the day you want them to score goals not just a hold up play but today when you look at today's game i just don't know if Meteta got opportunities for him to be you know, not scoring the goals, uh, to have the discussion. But that's that's me. I don't know. Maybe He's a defensive striker that like he was today. <laughs> <laughs> but are you put in the effort though, Stan. I mean, if he you can't, if, you're if you're not getting opportunities in front of goal, you have to do something. And before with both Mateta and Edward, I've said it all along for Christopher the striker, anyways. We can't expect the striker to score 15, 20 goals. But what 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 we can expect is a striker to have a bit of hold up play. For example, we lost Kenny. Um, striker to have a bit of hold-up play and, you know, get involved like that. But, you know, right now, we are seeing that with Metessa. He yeah. has improved with hold-up play and he is getting more involved. So I have to give him credit for that because I've been one of is one of his biggest critics. Because I've said it all along. When we did first sign him officially, I was on there on a deadline day show saying, is it too early? I mean, why have we signed him on a permanent deal? But mm-hmm. lately, he has improved and he's offering a bit more. And today... I don't think he had a bad performance. But let us know in the comments if you agree or disagree. Let's bring on the next guest of the evening, Henry. Henry, how are you? we game, of the game as well. We two against Sheffield yep. United. Do a smile yep. on your face. We must be happy.
6: Well, yeah, I'm happy. I mean...
3: Or are you just know. happy seeing me or Stan? What is it? i <laughs> <laughs> happy to see me and <laughs> you, One of, the, one of the no, two. <laughs> both,
6: both, really. But um, <laughs> mainly it's just... Uh, to be honest, that uh, I have mixed feelings because obviously I'm always happy to win. But mm. I feel, I feel that we played a very, very bad game. We, I thought we were shocking, really. To be honest, I think at the start of the show when you said that you know that win paper's over the cracks, it's like, well, that that pretty much sums it all up, to be honest, because that was very, very unconvincing. And I was I was saying to a few people as well, you know, the only reason we won that game was was because of individual moments of quality from you know two great goals from Ebb's. And one cracking strike from Elise. Um, I thought we were very sluggish. I mean, these players have had so much time off since the Everton FA Cup game, and they just came out looking like they they couldn't be arsed, like they couldn't be bothered. They were so sluggish. They didn't want to run. It's like they didn't want it. And it, it's it very much seemed to me, at least in the at least in sort of the opening period of the match, it seemed that. Sheffield United wanted it more than us and I thought that's really concerning you know I mean I know their position is a lot more dire than ours but still this was a huge huge match for us you know and if we if we didn't win it we we, we would have been banging trouble so I'm I'm just hugely relieved really more than any more than anything
0: so Henry you say Sheffield United wanted it more than us and I think um you know like I said before I think what they have was like I said like Chris Wilder has gotten the heart, the desire, you know, they're not yeah. the greatest of players. I mean, you know, exactly. we were playing today against like Ollie McBurney and yeah. Nor- Oliver Norwood or, or whoever it was, right. They're not great players really, but yeah, yeah. they did, you know, they did cause us some problems. I was like, honestly, who was the guy that come on, played the right wing in the second half, Algerian international. He actually oh, us a, no, he was a pest. I can't remember his name.
6: It was like, he, but you, I know what you mean. He he did cause us a few problems. That guy. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, we conceded after bloody twenty two. Se- I couldn't believe it. We hadn't. Wasn't there? The
3: I was. I was too late. I, I missed. I missed he the party. I mean, twenty seconds. I thought, I thought. maybe I could be. You know, a few minutes later. Maybe. Uh, you know. I know we're bad, but I didn't I was, think we were going to be shock. that bad.
6: We literally yeah. hadn't touched the ball, and we were one 0 down. And I thought, fucking hell, like yeah. this is going to be a long. I mean, we, we we. I think you said yesterday that you know. If if we go behind or if if something goes against us, then the stadium would would you know go flat. And I think that happened. I mean, the atmosphere mm. was just we we were the, the fans were so 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 flat. Even when we yeah, were I just want
3: to ask you me about that because you was at the ground, of course. Um, because I thought the same as well. Like even towards the end of the game, I know after the final yeah. whistle, there was lots of claps and everyone was happy, of course, but. And the last, I mean, if you look at the game overall, even when we were 3 2 up, it was yeah, it was just very flat. I that's
7: that's you know, I my think, opinion think, anyways,
3: but yeah, do you no, think I absolutely
6: absolutely agree. I mean, I think it just reflects the state of the club and you know the the way that fans feel right now. Um I don't mm. think one win and or one, you know, performance well, it was a shocking performance anyway. But I think, I think what that shows today with, with the atmosphere being so flat is that most of the fans, the majority of them, are completely and utterly fed up. Because usually, in a, in a game like this, you know, with, with huge stakes, the fans are up for it. We're singing. We're getting behind the players. I'm not saying we didn't get behind the players, but just the level of,
3: of vocal yeah, that that was wasn't too... quite there for yeah. them. You know? like... You get behind right. the players. You're free to up, right? You, you're free to up. You get behind right. the players. get yeah, but it, it was, was something off. Yeah, something
6: and, off. And Some. I agree. You know. S- sorry to cut you off there, but um, also, you know the the way that we it was it was just like the Brentford game, but when we were hanging on for three one, we were sitting back so much, and I was really it scared was... because because we had Ebbs came off from injury, Elise came off from injury, so suddenly. We're 3-2 up, but we've lost two of our best players. We don't have any attacking creativity without those two players. So it literally was a case of, if we concede, we're done for, right? But, so it, it was literally a case of just back to the wall, just defend for your liars for the last 20-odd minutes. And you know what? We, we were quite lucky to get away with it because they hit the bar as well.
0: They did. But what I'll say, Henry, is I think that, we do have attacking creativity on that bench. We had France on there today. ahmed as a you know an attacking player, but he mate, he took who did he take off? He, he took off a and he brought on Jeffrey Schlup. And I was like, yeah. "Are you kidding me?" Like, what? Are no, you? This, yeah, yeah, yeah. That
3: this was, it, this was, was a great time to talk about it. Uh, honestly, I really wanted to touch on the stuff.
0: was was to,
6: you're right. We do have creative players on the bench, but what what I mean, I you guess, know? is that is that we don't use them. So. It's like you're sitting there as a as a fan. You're thinking, well, is Roy going to bring on Franca? Highly, highly doubtful. So it's like, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, well, if we can see
3: it, then we're fucked. You know what I mean? It's just, where I was, it's Henry, just... I don't know about you, where I was at, at the ground, I heard a few boos when Schlupp came on. I don't know if oh, you know, I, maybe I, you I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I was in, no. a, home zone. I was in a home zone and I actually really? heard a few so boos. I. Yeah, I heard, I, I heard a few boos when Schlupp actually came on. It, was, it wasn't like loud, of course, you didn't hear it, but... Yeah, yeah, there, was, there were a few boos around it me was... when shot came on. And, and, and I think this is the problem, right? We leave the game today. We win 3-2. Yeah. we got the three points. But yeah. these are still massive issues in my eyes. Game management. Absolutely. Some of the plays that's coming yeah. on or not. Eze and Elisa are off. Yeah. And he still brings on Jeffrey Schluck. Jeffrey Schluck. Now, this is, this is why I... Munoz sounds great, but I've said yeah. it all along. I don't know if you will play him. I, I guess only time no. will tell if honestly, play him. you know yeah. what he's
6: got, he's got to play him because Ward's injured, and we only have one other right. I know Richard's played there today. You got Richard there. You got Clain there. I, he doesn't have to play
3: him. He doesn't have to. Listen, no, per, he has I, to play him. He has to but, play him. You can make the to. same argument that France used to play, but he didn't play no, him but, from, Like you do not have to play him. There's, uh, there's technically other alternative. Richards today was an alternative. You still have client there. You have Richards there he doesn't have to play, like, he doesn't, unless all three of yeah. them are out injured, then fair enough, then there's literally no one, but right now, he doesn't have to play, man, I think subs is a big concern today, uh, not with me, I think with a lot of other fans, it's just the fact that, yeah. them sub it's just negative, Ozo it's was good, negative. even though Ozo isn't a number 10, in my opinion, but, yeah, have Bransler, Hamad on the yeah. bench, and it's just the same old. It's so I mean, predictable.
6: It's, surpri- it's surprising because usually he, he at least brings a marder on, at least for like the last f- 10 or 15 minutes. But no, he didn't even do that. I, f- I mean, you know to what? be honest, I thought Richards, I just want to touch on Richards because I, I didn't think he had a, a great game, to be honest. I mean, he, he did he did all right. But I, for me, I just think he, he struggled to cope with the, the pace. And they, I think they were sort of getting behind him a bit too much. And. I don't know. For me, I would have preferred
0: Klein. To play if, you know. Sheffield United were getting behind him. It's shocking, lad.
6: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to, to be to be fair, I thought the only player that I was really worried about tonight was Bre- uh, you know the guy who scored the first goal, Breris and Diaz. Um, but other than that, you know that they're they're at the bottom of the table for a reason. You know, I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. We, we've literally made so so much hard work to beat the, the league's worst team. Yeah, I it's mean... Just, it's just like, wow, I mean... We, we, it's just... I don't know, it's like...
3: That's why I'm not as convinced as you. Like, literally, not, not... I left that game. I was not even left that game. I was watching that game hmm. and I was thinking, we're going head-to-head with the league's worst side. And I was expecting a reaction from them because I don't think Sheffield United have been that bad as of recently, even though they've had a slow start to the team. But still... They haven't got the quality. They, they're still struggling to pick up wins. And you know, that's why they've only got, what, 10 points in 22 games. And I'm leaving yeah. the ground. I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking, if you want my all honesty. I'm thinking, Thursday's were 50 million plus. At least it's worth 50 million plus. We say the same thing for Gehi. We've got all these different players that are worth so much money, right? And you leave the yeah. ground, this we got a win. But, damn, like, how many Sheffield United players can you say, are worth on the same level as some of our players that we had on the pitch. And you have, you look at our bench, for example, France are not coming been- with £20 million on, on, on France, And you're just thinking, we won the game 3-2, but against the worst side in the Premier League and we just narrowly beat them with sides, with players that we're talking about worth tons of money. Way much than the Champions League, played. And it's so tight. We just, but just, it's, I mean, if me, it's not as convincing. There's nothing that's no, changed. It's not. It's, it's
6: not the same nothing,
3: old today. Around, same same old. It's a win, but it's the same
6: Doesn't old. The, the, the thing that the, the thing I'm, I'm thinking as well, leaving the, the ground is like, oh, we got 24 <laughs> points from 22 games now. That's good. That means we can afford to lose the next two and still be on the same, uh, as, as many points as game's played. Mm. Like, that's that's the sort of mentality that us Palace fans are used to having. Like, it's just it's just so... I mean, if we play like that, right, against Brighton, I'm, I'm glad I've got. I'm I'm not really going to follow the game on uh, on Saturday because I've got other plans, luckily. But I mean, if we, if we, if 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 I turn my phone on at like six, five or six o'clock or whatever, and I don't see that we've lost four or five nil, I will be extremely
3: surprised <laughs> because they we, fine. Fine. well, they they got they got spanked by Newton today. And I think they're going to be having... Yeah, to be fair, Henry, I'm in the same boat with shit. you. On they're Saturday...
0: Yeah.
3: Absolutely
6: shit against the league's worst team. Imagine what Brighton are going to do to us.
0: OK,
3: but Henry, Brian have three league. wins in 16
0: games.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's more than us, isn't it?
3: It's about the same. I don't think anyone... Yeah. Well, I, the I, said, then again, it's Palace against Brighton. I don't know. I, I, maybe I, I have a think, reaction. I just
6: think they're going to be at home. You know that they're going to be well up three. You know what their fans are going to be like.
3: What chance do we have,
6: honestly?
0: that's why. They're... What are their fans going to do? Start singing Christmas carols? Are they? are going to do it.
3: Right, look. Brian are Brighton, of course, but let's be real. They're in the FA Cup fifth round. They're in the round of 16 of the Europa League. Yeah. like, Of course, they're today consigned. was funny. Today was funny, exactly. But we can't it be was, saying it was funny. right now. Well, like. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's hard. It's hard.
6: I wasn't even happy about Luton spanking Brighton because... I looked at that in the table and I thought, "Oh shit, that means looting. and Yeah, 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 exactly, you know exactly, what I mean? exactly. I looked at it, so table, I couldn't I'm even enjoy that. it really. Yeah, but then, luckily, yeah. luckily, I think I think we're four points ahead of them, which is I think that's not too bad to be fair. But mm. man, mm. it was just you know, what can it? What? The, the, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's a weird one. It's a really weird one. Um, you know, Mateta played played all right. I didn't think he he did good hold up play. Didn't really have many many chances, but yeah, I mean I guess that means we got Roy for at least a couple more weeks now, if we do. Uh
3: yeah. Yeah, it's just a, a dragon. That's what it is, yeah, dragging right. on. For it's, me anyway. Stay of it's execution. Stay of execution. Yeah, yeah. Look, Henry, um, we'll let you go home. It's late night. Um yeah. look, thank for coming on the stream. Um and yeah, um, get home safe. Yeah.
0: Nice you one, listen. Henry. See <laughs> <your> brother.
3: <laughs> Alright, uh, let's bring on the next guest. If you're enjoying the stream, by the way, people, if you can like and subscribe, it takes a second of your time. We'll be much appreciated uh, to keep the channel growing. Let's bring on uh, Tim next. Tim, 3-2 three three win against Sheffield United at home.
7: How are Tim? Oh, Happy? No, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm re- like, uh, I think it was Tom Clark who said it. And I think everybody said it. It's like, I, I'm relieved. I, I'm I'm relieved. I, I hate watching us uh, sit in and and defend for our lives. To be fair, I did think the last 11 minutes, like seeing out the the final 11 after it hits the bar, but which was a heart attack of a moment. And I just, I you know, I just felt like here we go, here we go, and thankfully it hit the bar. But um, Ozo was particularly great. In in those moments of seeing it out, I I totally agree with you, D. I thought he was terrific. He was composed, excellent. I liked him a lot, and I did think Eddie came on and had a couple of moments where he he won some key balls. It was, that-
0: yeah, it, was it was good. Last five, te- last five, mm-hmm. last five six minutes, very good. Yeah.
7: yeah, he was he was terrific in in those last five minutes. But yeah, I mean, I I hate watching us. <laughs> I hate watching us sit back and fray. That's what I do now. (laughs) I that's what I do. I'm like holding my hands and fraying that a ball does not go in, which is, that's not, that's not a good experience. I I agree. I I agree with a lot of, of what you both said. Um, but I, I, I did like Ozo. I liked him coming on. I had a, I mean, I can't complain about work. I have a great job, but my job took me away. Like, so I didn't get to see the Elise go live. I've seen it back, and mm. wow! I mean, that kid is he's a great. Special.
0: Yeah, he's a great oh yeah, gosh. he's been
3: fantastic. Every single game that he plays this he's, season, he's getting assists or goals. He's getting assists or goals, and
0: um, I think
3: so. I'll try to find the comments what Roy said after the game about Eze and Elise because he didn't mention them. Um, well, he did and,
7: say, uh, I, I saw this, he, yeah. he, he said they still need to be assessed, but he said they were upbeat, so he's hopeful yeah, they'll so be ready for
3: the yeah.
7: So just to let you
0: know, I was on BBC Sport and he said both him and Michael will be fine. So, Oh, yes, yeah. okay. Awesome. Precaution. Just one one question from me, Tim. Um, yeah, sure. So um, you're a finance man. So um, we found 30 million quid down the back of the sofa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
8: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so how do you think the new signings um will help us um going into the sort of last where we got 16 or 15 games of the season yeah.
7: i mean that's a great question because doesn't that I, everybody said this up to this point so this is not an original thing to say it's like it depends on what Roy does with them like i think he's got i i I think you said this Stan before I came on and I I couldn't agree more. Like I, I don't, I don't think he can get away with not playing Munoz that, that is absolute that, that feels concrete, the, you know, like there's no excuse. He's 27. He's has international experience. He's played against the highest, you know, competition in the world. It wasn't like what, five months ago, he's playing in the Europa league. Like the, I, the guy's got, Serious, hey, Champions
0: League. yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: That there's, I mean, there's no way that I, but I say that, and anything is possible. So I, I completely agree that Munoz is a no brainer. The question is Wharton, and I think Wharton is a great piece of business. What it looks like is that the deal is topped up by by the add-ons. So the original deal of eighteen and a half million pounds topped up by another three and a half million in add-ons and probably if i had to guess i'd say because there's two things going on blackburn i mean i'm not going to give them too much credit here but we do have a way of finding clubs that are in positions that do need money and blackburn badly needs money they have i think it's a minimum 11 million pound tax bill that they have to pay yeah and the Venkies. Are having trouble getting money. The owners, the Venkies, are having trouble getting money out of India. Mm -hmm. So if we can come in and we have no PSR problems, we have no FFP problems, we can come in and say, I can solve that problem for you if Mm. you're willing to if you're willing to sell Adam Wharton. So I do think that it's a in I'll give them if they get it over the line. Let me let's let's wait until they get it over the line. It looks like that's gonna happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, today, yeah.
7: It, it does, it does look like it's over the line. If so, very shrewd piece of business, very shrewd mm. piece of business, very well done. Yeah. But there's a, there's a huge question about whether or not Wharton plays just given what we know about Roy. I think he should, but I, what do I think?
3: I, yeah, I I just want to quickly I just want because with Walton, I'm gonna do a special stream for that where we'll probably open up the lines and we'll talk about him in a bit more detail. Tim, I just quickly want to ask you about yeah. you know today's game and looking ahead now we have got Brighton we got Chelsea. For me, I'll be honest, I nothing really changes for me. like the manager still has to go. Um, this win doesn't doesn't change that. For you today, you did say you know you're not as optimistic. Even though we won the game, you're not like you know mad massively. I upbeat. just hated
7: the watch. I hated the yeah, watch so, instead so, of the so magic what you, moments. Right?
3: What do you think needs to happen? Like, what do you think will happen with, with Roy? Does, does he stay two yeah, three games? And he stay he's... to the end of the season? Because I mean, Luton uh, that day in a bounce. So, I mean, we're not that far off the relegation. I think Everton. Well, we're six points today, so off. Maybe, yeah. yeah.
7: We're, so we're six points happen? off the bottom, and I mean, I I think it's going to be touch and go. But I think it's it's very likely that we're going to get Roy till the end of the season if Ebbs and Michael can stay in the side, and if Munoz comes in and we have an actual like that's if if we start this is this is the only hope I'm going to give you here, D, because I'm not. I'm, I'm more optimistic generally, but I, I've, I've not liked seeing us sit back and wait to see if somebody scores against us. It just, it's a dire watch, and I hate that. But here's the big but. We have a very unbalanced attack. We have uh, – and, in, in fact, it's, it's a mind-numbingly unbalanced attack. If Munoz is as advertised and he can get down the right, And create space for Michael, and Michael can create space for Ebbs, and we can start opening up the middle. Then I think we can do some damage. But that depends a lot on who Munoz is. And then if Wharton gets some time and he is as good as advertised, and we can actually get some balls into the middle of the park. The problem with, I mean, I love Chris Richards, but he wasn't great again today. And Chris Richards does not offer a consistent ball that cuts the lines he doesn't do it and he's also a center
0: back though Tim he I know I, I
7: know but he's being at he's being put in positions you're you're 100% right Stan but he's being mm. put in positions where we'd want to get that ball and yeah. so if if Wharton is a player that I mean look I, I would love it if Ozo and Wharton are the next double pivot behind Decore and Lerma and we could look forward to that and we could start seeing some you know line splitting passes from the middle of the park game on man I would I, I, I would be yeah, I, out of my mind I,
3: have, I mean this this is what I asked myself with how we're playing right now if another manager came in how much worse could it get from this because I don't think right now we're that great defensively. We're still leaking goals. No, we're, we're
7: still not. very much like, leaking we're not. goals. I, in yeah.
3: attack, I'm not really seeing anything going forward other than individual brilliance that is going to happen if Elise is on a pitch. So it's just a question of like, there's nothing really I'm looking at this side and saying, that's why we should keep Roy. We're still good defensively. We're not We're not great defensively anymore. And that's the one thing he's good at. So if we're not good defensively and if we're relying on just Eze and Elise, to create their own moments, rather than you know us creating moments as a team. Yeah, Parrish players. I don't think yeah. we can get any worse with another man. Like I just don't know what.
7: We- but
0: he's just not going to bring someone in, is he? I mean, Parrish is. That's the
7: thing. I, I don't think he's going to bring somebody in. Yeah, go ahead, Stan. Sorry.
0: Sorry, I I, I think Parrish is he's he's reactive. He's not proactive, um, and he's not going to bring someone in. He's not. I just think he's just. How can you I say think he's, he's going to resist it? Yeah, he's, you know. He spent, you know, all of a sudden, oh, you know, only loans, got no money, and all of a sudden he's found 30 million quid down the back of the couch. So he's spending money.
3: He made that's a very good point. I forgot about that. You did you say know, that and oh, stuff. Now, like, that. now we've got 30 million pounds. So so all all along we did have a bit of money. I mean, where did this money come from? Well wait, you know?
7: wait, wait, wait. Hang on. We know where the money came from. They, this is a, I mean, they've been saying this, but we had to kind of put it in context. So this is what I've been paying attention to. I always knew we had money. It was a question of whether or not we're actually going to spend it. I personally give credit to the fans to saying enough is enough and forcing us to say, like, look, we've got to get serious and see Mm -hmm. what we can we can do here. I do think the fans made some of this happen. I really do believe that. But I think we've I think we've always had had money. I did either of you look at the Deloitte money report from earlier. Okay. Okay. So, so look, so get this. All right. So the Deloitte money report puts palace, I believe it's 28th in, in world leagues in turnover for 22, 23. And so I did the translation two hundred six and Uh euro. That is equivalent to 176. Point two million pounds. That's up ten percent. If that's real, that's up ten percent year over year. We got money. We got money. That's. It's not that we don't generate some money to use on on transfers. And I'll tell you, man, six point nine million pounds for Munoz with no add-ons. If he is as advertised, that's a freaking steal. Wharton and- at twenty-two million is also potentially a freaking well, steal. He's a
0: prospect. I mean, listen, I've not seen him play, but I spoke to a mate of mine who's a Blackburn Rovers fan, and he said, I can't believe he's going to Palace. He's
3: unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He's everyone that's... Um, I've heard, heard that into.
0: too. The, the other one good. I've seen, well, I've seen his highlight reel. He reminds me of Conor Gallagher. He does. He yeah. reminds me of Conor Gallagher. Zippy can get his foot in, zip it about. He's also et two-footed,
7: too. apparently. Yeah. Yeah
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Look, Look, Tim, there's a lot of people waiting behind. No, uh, you got to um, go, man. Late as well. um But we'll, look, we'll catch up with you probably on a Walton stream if you're free, then, anyways. Good to see you Ready both. Yeah, cheers. Okay, let's go through all the guests. If you're enjoying this, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe as well. Let's bring on Patrick next. He's been waiting for a while. Patrick, bring hey, back What do you Padre. say? 3
5: 2 win against Sheffield United. Talk to me. You got a smile on your face. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I i understand some doom and gloom. Um, we're not good defensively right now for whatever reason. Um, but I think the I I think the effort was there. I, I disagree with Henry. He said he didn't think they were up for it. I, I guess Mateta running around all over the pitch, uh getting involved in everything wasn't an effort. I, I just disagree. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think the biggest problem tonight was the midfield. Like I, I know Stan, you thought Lerna played a good game. I saw him get passed around, run past. Hughes is Hughes. I that's been—I've been saying that all year. Something is off with the midfield. Maybe it's just the way they're being coached. Um, Hugh, Hugh, Hughes is a step slower. I think the best midfielder tonight, the uh, defensive midfielder, was Ozil. There's no question because the best defense was the last 11 minutes of the game, extra time. He got close to—he got close to Hughes, making up for the lack of legs. Hmm. He, he had to kick somebody, kick somebody. Attack the what he did on the R end when he held up the ball for couple of minutes of himself. It was like the 93rd minute. He was his program to run to the corner to kill the clock. But when you have that much time, he, him and I, worked well together. I, that was, that was the thing I like. This kid's got to play. Like I, I'm a big fan of Roy. Everybody knows him, but seriously, that kid's got to play. He's the best defensive midfielder we got. So I'm glad we got this guy Wharton, but Hughes, no, no, I'm sorry. Ozil needs to start, but am I missing something on Lerma? Because people say how good he is. He's a box to box guy. He, he he's got a good heavy foot on him his passing is inaccurate he's not as good defensively as people think am i missing something or am i just I, being he, a big business
0: i think he gets really stuck in mate, to be honest with you i think he's got a leap of a salmon as well he wins a lot in the air okay. um he reminds me of um a little bit of quiote um when priam yeah. quiote when he was with us you know he's got an engine on him he knows he can drive us forward a little bit i do think with the midfield I think it is, like, we really miss Decoré. Like, he is that engine in that midfield. He marshals that midfield. He's a fantastic player. Um, I do think Adam Wharton will, like I was saying when Tim was on a second ago, he could potentially give us what we've been missing since Gallagher left, which is that zip, that, you know, that ability to really take us full,
3: you know, take us up the pitch, you know? Is
5: Wharton a flat six or is he an eight?
0: <clears throat> Excuse
3: me. He, he in- I think, yeah, I, I think. Well, for me, I, from what I've seen, he plays like a six, but I, I think he's got the ability to play as an eight as well. He's just not a number ten. I think you can offer it. You can do both roles as a six as a. Eight. But I think if he comes into Palace, I think it'll be most likely in short term. Anyways, Lerma will be like the eight, and then Walton, I guess, will probably play mm-hmm. as
5: a six. But well, yeah, was, he's got a really. six as well. What was that? Ozo was also a six as well.
3: I wouldn't say Ozo's a six. I mean, today he played a bit more. Well, he should have played a bit more advanced. I mean, Ozo's probably. I think the best role for Ozo is like a number eight. I think that's. Yeah. Okay. I think to go forward and defend as well. But,
5: um. I, but yeah, I, he, he I was, just think that kid. That kid needs to start. I mean, the, in mid our midfield so much better with him in there. Every the little bit we've seen of him, they got better defensively when he was in there. And maybe, maybe the thing with me with Lerma is just that. He's by maybe he's got to go back and forth so much because that midfield has just struggled all year, either passing may, inconsistencies. It just maybe it's and maybe it's the way Roy coaches him. I don't know. It just seemed because that first goal got sliced right through the middle. I mean, it was just passed right through the middle you know, of her.
0: The, the Will Hughes is not fit for purpose, mate. He's just like, he's has right. to come on and see it out. But he was like, I was watching him today and I was like, what are you doing, man? He's almost, as, yeah, he was. Shocking,
5: and he is he the only one that can do the job? Temp, quote in theory, a right of all, they'll never give a chance to again, but it's just until because then I guess it, then Wharton's got to play or because we don't have no one because we are we are going to struggle all the way through against good teams, bad teams, and different teams until we get that, that position straightened out quickly. That's why he sticks Richards there because he's good defensively, but Richards cannot advance the ball with a pass or anything. There I were times that could have overlapped today. Joe Ward would have been better.
0: Jesus uh, Christ, lads, do not mention him. Like, don't bring him back into this squad again.
5: Done. Well, I, look, Stan. Look, Stan. I agree with you, but didn't okay. I, let's go say it is Daniel Klein, because Richards is only going to go up to the halfway line. He stays back. He had one good pass to IU today. Other than that, it's nothing. I like. I like Richards, by the way. I think he's, but he's a center back. He's a centre-back. That's what he, he is. That's expensive.
3: the thing. I, I've said that Richard should play as a right-back in the short term because I know that he's not going to be as good going forward. But defensively, I think he can offer something. But Richard is not the long-term solution. Munoz hopefully comes into the side and changes that. But I guess we're going to see. But Patrick, just quickly, looking into the next game against against Brighton, from what you saw today, um, and I'm pretty sure you didn't watch a Brighton game, but they lost 4-0 against Luton. We managed to beat Sheffield United. Are you a bit more optimistic if Eze and off off fit that we could go and get a result against them?
5: I'm optimistic anyway against Brighton because we all – I mean, there's years Roy's team have gotten draws when we had no – or a win when we had no business being on the pitch with Yes, yeah, It's not like, like it. one shot. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. I, I I look at it like this. As long as they work hard and, – and, and I think they did today. I, I I just think the midfield was the biggest issue for me. But, no, I'm optimistic they get a draw out of that. Brighton has been Brighton in the league's been I don't want to say nothing. They've been average for the last six. what in six weeks. Three wins in sixteen lad. So yeah, I mean, you. you know, but um I it wouldn't surprise me if Roy went to three in the back. Um if Munoz could play, I know he could play right wing back as well. Um so dropping three back there might be because that their striker right now, what is that? The kid that they got for thirty million, I forget his name, but he uh, outside so of the, he yeah he's been scoring at will, so I, I, I you know I, I I'm optimistic. So he scores penalty. a lot of penalties, but yeah, it's, yeah well, a lot. Hey, he's got to put him in the net. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think we can get a draw out of it. Do are we going to win? Hell no. But I think we can get a draw out of it. I do honestly. So, but guys, you got other people, and usually I have Florida, but yeah. Um, real quick, uh, I'll give I don't give Paris credit for anything, but. It is amazing what fan pressure can do, and all of a sudden, money comes out of nowhere. So, I'll just leave it at that.
3: <laughs> all right, then. All right, then. Take care, Patrick. Take care.
0: out the
3: palace. Out the palace. Out the palace. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Stan, you actually made a very good point about what Paris said before the window opened, but... I mean, we'll talk yeah, about mate, that. It's, it's,
0: it's amazing. Like, it I'm going to have a look down the back of my
3: sofa in a minute. Yeah, it is, I'm going to have a seat.
0: look down the back of my couch in a minute. Maybe I'll find yeah, I mean, it.
3: Exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, look, i got five in here. I'd yeah. be happy to find uh, a dollar,
0: to be fair. but
3: exactly. <laughs> 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 um, let's bring on uh, Florida Palace next. Um, welcome to the show. Um, you, a win against Sheffield United. What do you make of it? There's a lot of people that are, of course, I mean, who's going to be upset with? a win everyone will be happy but still a lot of question marks as well from a lot of, uh, from you know a few people anyways that's come onto the stream but what did you make of it today
8: yeah that was a tough match to watch uh very very upset with the how the team was set up by roy i mean i love roy i'm a big roy guy but that was just very frustrating to see how we were set up with hughes in the middle Uh, It was really clear right off the bat with the goal in the first minute uh, by Bretonton Diaz that our, our midfield just wasn't up for it we got run right through. And then really it was just uh, our talent on the wings and Mateta's hard work up front uh, that that got us to pull through with the win, but hard Mm -hmm. to watch boys, real hard to watch. I I relate a lot to the fellow who said he had to pray through the matches and that's no way I want to watch. So yeah, I mean,
3: I was there and I just honestly I, I was like let's just get this over and done with It just there's no excitement there's no excitement did, is it down to the plays is it down to the tactics you did mention that you was unhappy with the midfield what is it it feels a bit too slow at times I mean oh, I just I, I, tactically I just don't know what we're doing first of all when we're attacking it just seemed like get a, get a ball to Eze or Elise and hope that they create something which they did do today and that's how we scored three goals but other than that I just don't know what we're really trying to do and it's not only just this game it's been a lot of games this season and that's why me personally i've wanted roy out
8: yeah i think uh i don't mean to sound like a broken record but the way the team's set up maybe a tactical switch but of course obviously the the main thing is playing those guys off the bench you got so much creativity and, and potential on the bench uh when that banner for the arsenal game that just said wasted uh Wasted potential, wasted talent, wasted players. That's that's pretty evident when you got Schlup coming on in the later minutes of the game and uh, just this sort of repeat of the same old story. I mean, Schlab, you can see why he plays. He does a, He does the job that Roy wants him to do, but it's does he though? Does he? Like, I think wait, he, th- he came on today, sorry to interrupt, but
0: like he came on today and he was he I, he was criminal. I'll be honest with you, when I saw him, I was like, I couldn't believe it, man. He was so bad.
8: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I don't want to see him out there. But I I think that he fills up the space on the pitch that Roy wants him to fill And when I look at the team's layout defensively. Franca, while he's so impressive going forwards, I do see moments where I understand where I can put myself in Roy's mind and understand why he might not trust him to fill that role. But at the same time, you're wasting him away. You're wasting a Hamada away. You're wasting all these kids away off the bench uh, when they don't even get to see the field at all. Um, Mm. So
3: yeah. yeah. Franz. Of course, I don't want to put words into your mouth. Is it defensively Uh, maybe Roy's worried about putting him him on the pitch? Because I think going forward, he's got that raw ability, but it's raw still. And I think defensively, we haven't really seen much of him. Do you think that's why he's not getting as much opportunities even today? Because, I mean, the lead, it was only, what, 3-2 up? And it might have been a bit risky to put France on the
8: pitch. Do you think that's the case? That's my opinion. I remember back in the days when uh, we tried out Vieira. And when Roy came back to save us from how that turned out, the first thing he did was instill again that that uh, defensive shape. And there are certain players that just, that does not suit them. That does not suit their skill set. I feel like initially it even looked like it might have played towards Eze's strengths and hindered Alise initially when uh, we went back from Roy uh, from Vieira. But obviously the caliber of player that Elise is, he's grown into that side of the team and maybe Roy's worked a few things around him and given him less responsibility. Obviously he runs so hard, which is why he's pulled up so many times with hamstring injuries. But uh, yeah, I just fear that is so young that he's not able to make those uh, sort of tactical changes that, that Roy to his game, that Roy will need from a player who's playing out there covering all that space on the flanks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fair point to make That is a fair
3: point to make Uh, Maybe defensively he might not be at a level But then again, when I look at the game Yes, Sheffield United are going to attack us But attack is the best form of defence If we brought on, let's say, a player like France And they had to think a bit more About putting players forward Then maybe we could have hurt them like that But when you bring on Schlapp I think there isn't anything wrong with Ozil coming on the pitch But when you bring on Schlapp I just think it's just a bit too negative You don't want to you lost as a and you lost Elise, then you look who you, who you have on the pitch. And when you have Ayu, Schlapp and Ritetta as your front three, I think no team is going to be genuinely worried about that. And naturally, they're going to push forward, of course, because they're they're chasing lead. And and I think we did have that attack on the bench, and we didn't bring him on. But defensively, then you know that is a fair point. But overall today, um, any other performances um, that you want to discuss, uh, maybe good or bad? Um, I thought as a as a let's talk quickly talk about as a. There were moments of the game when I was thinking, get a bit more involved. But he scored two fantastic goals. What did it make of Eze's whole performance if you exclude the goals? And I and I have to reiterate, of course, the goals were massive for us. It, it led us to the win. But his performance, apart from the goals, were you happy with it? Did you want him a bit more involved? Because at times he went a bit too quiet. Then he was on a ball. He went like there were phases of the game. Um, whereas at least for me, I think throughout the game he was just fantastic.
8: Yeah, this is the best game I'm seeing Eze play since he. Pulled up, aggravating his uh ankle or Achilles or whatever it was a few months back. I think that he is one of those guys who you look at him on a game where he's not playing well, and you're like, oh man, his languid, relaxed, sort of jazz type of playing style can just be frustrating when you're losing or uh, when it's not coming off for him. But when it comes off for him, it's, I dare say, world class at times. That first goal took a heck of a lot of athleticism and that's yeah. something that Southgate will be wanting to, to look at for the Euros coming up. And that second goal is just a touch of quality from last year when he bagged 10. So uh, very impressive match for him. But it is times when you're down or when it's not coming off for him that he's just because of his playing style, uh, that languid nature, it can be very frustrating to watch him. Mm-hmm. So
0: let me ask you a question. You said you're a big Roy fan. So are you Roy in or Roy out?
8: Oh, man, I would love for Roy to, to step down in humility and just give us a, a safe way to to send him off um, and not have to fire him. So I'm not Roy out, but but it is hard. I don't enjoy watching Palace right now. And that, that's a really hard thing to say, you know
3: yeah that's that i just quickly want to ask you about that and i respect your opinion 100 percent. i said it to others as well if you're Roy in for example feel free to call in because mm. it's it's good to get that uh, you know, the, yeah, other for sure. of the story um just y- you you're not happy with the performances or you're not really happy watching what with what's going on so why exactly are you roy in if you don't mind me asking
8: i mean he's just been a servant for the club every time we've needed him he's come through even at, at points in his career where it didn't just didn't seem like it was feasible or it didn't make sense. In our worst times, in our desperation, uh, he's there for us. Um, club legend, you know. I think that it, it's... We don't owe it to him, but it's the right thing to do to give him a shot until it looks like we would be relegated.
0: <laughs> why, why would you give him a shot until it looks like we would be relegated? That's, that's too... Too far gone, as far as I'm concerned. I agree with what you're saying that he is a club legend. He is, but he doesn't come back out of the goodness of his heart. Okay, he loves money. The guy that, loves. Money. I disagree, with he, that. Seventy-eight or however many years old, he don't need to come back and manage
3: football clubs. He loves a paycheck. He loves a pound oh, note. He loves a game. In- you could look at it two ways. Or oh, he loves the game. He loves the game. And I said this when Roy first joined the club. And I'm not talking about this season. Look, this season is another discussion. In the last 10 games of last season, it worked out. And I think, me personally, that's when we, we say, thank you, Roy. It was fantastic. You came back to Palace. Um, and this is your goodbye. Like, everything was fantastic. Now it's time to move on. I think the biggest mistake is him staying here for another season. And, and I said this when he joined as well. Look. I don't know if Roy would have joined any other club that were in a position in a position that we were in after the Watford, um, you know, stint that he had. I I think he done after Watford one. I think he actually did join us for the love of the club. But then again, of course, I we don't know if he's actually in it for the money or whatever. But I I genuinely feel like he's done it for the for the for the club. Like the club needed him and he stepped forward. But the problem that I have now is that's all great or so, but. We're in another season. We're halfway through the season. I'm looking at some of the plays that we have. I'm looking at the performances. And unfortunately, it's not good enough. We shouldn't be yeah. blurting with relegation, which we have been doing for a long time. We shouldn't be. And for me, if we want to keep the likes of Anderson, which I think right now, as it stands, he's 100% going in the summer. I, I think he's gone uh, ahead of Mark He even though there'll be more interest from Gay because I just don't feel like he, he wants it in the club. If we want to keep some of these players, we have to try and show them that we have a project going. And right now, keeping Roy to the end of the season, let's say we brought in, let's say, Graham Potter. And he actually worked with the players on a training pitch. And the football was actually better to play in for the players as well as the fans to watch. Then maybe Anderson might think, you know what? It might not be as bad. Let's give it a go next season. Maybe we can bring in one or two players and we could send him the project. But right now, as it stands, if I'm Joachim Anderson or any other player, It's a bit stale. I mean, we're saying as fans, it's a bit stale to watch. It must be stale to play in as well. It's nothing exciting. So for that reason, I think if we're looking at the future as well, it's still the right time to get rid of Roy because I think we need to show to some of these players who are quality that there is a future at Palace. Stay at Palace. We're trying to build something. But right now, with Roy as a manager, I don't think we can sell that plan. And I I feel like it's going to be one of the biggest reasons why we're going to lose a lot of these players because... It's just boring. It's bor it's, it's seriously boring to watch um yeah. for the majority of the season and it must be boring to play in. So I don't think it helps us in that way. And that's why, you know, if if you gave me the option right now, even after this win, yeah, I would get rid of Roy. But I also respect your opinion as well in terms of keeping him because he's a he's been massive for us in terms of keeping us up in the past as well. But I think five years is too long now. We've seen enough of Roy, and it'll be, it'll be nice for a fresh change. But quickly, before we go, looking into the next game against Brighton, um, if Eze and Elise are fit, are you confident that we can get a result against them? Because, I mean, they got absolutely thrashed today by Luton.
8: Is is that a match at home, or is it away? It's, it's at their ground. To be honest, boys, even though I, I love Roy, and then I would love to see him stay until he's asked to until he leaves him on his own terms i i don't think we're going to get results against the bigger teams i think we're going to stay up by the skin of our teeth with him as the manager i'll just be honest um i don't think we're going to get a result there against brighton I, i'd hope to see at least a draw but that team even with all their injury troubles has got serious quality and their management is top notch yeah Top
3: notch yeah. So yeah yeah and, and I and I think yeah, I think it kinda comes down to that. But then again, in the past we have got results against them at under Roy. So maybe the same thing happens. But look, thank you for calling me into the show. Hopefully we we'll catch up with you again soon. Um yeah, thanks
8: for, for having me. Take
0: the,
3: the, channel. Channel. Yeah. Take care. the palace. i the palace. All right, let's bring on Mason next. Mace. Uh, Mason are you how you doing, doing lad United. Um <laughs> finally, we got the job done. Um yeah. there's been a lot of people, like even um the previous caller, um who's he's right in, he's he said that you know it's at times it is it's a bit tiring to watch to watch Palace. but what do you make of it today? Of course, great to great to win and get three points against Sheffield United, but um are you happy with how the game panned out? Um
9: now I don't normally speak negatively about a win because that was very very much needed i went into this game just wanting a response to that arsenal 5-0 um and not going to lie i looked at that lineup and even though he ended up playing quite poorly i thought you know we've we've suggested putting chris richards at right back and i and i looked at that and i thought oh it's not just the same old lineup that we've seen for the past couple of months. And that's where I went into this game quite optimistic. Like, Eze was put in the middle, Aya was back, Elise is back. All right, we still had Will Hughes in there. But, you know, I thought for the most part that that looks all right. And then to concede inside 20 seconds to let Ben Brereton... Now, I've watched a lot of Ben Brereton in the championship and, you know, he's played a couple of games for Sheffield United already. And I could see how dangerous he is if you give him that much space to shoot outside the box and for Chris Richards to do that was criminal inside 20 seconds now now the three goals were of top quality even the the finish from Eze for 1-1 one, one, what a finish and the two goals um from Eze and Elise were sublime but let's not get it twisted the full time score was Eze and Elise 3 Sheffield United too. Like, there were some players in there that also put in decent performances. I thought Jefferson Lerma got quite stuck in. Um, The passion from David Ozo when he came on um, was second to none. Like, what you want to see, for um, if you're a fan of a struggling club, like, like we've been for the past couple of months, you want to see some kind of passion from your players. And that got the fans rocking because... In the first half, even when it was too, um, well, I mean, yeah, even when we, um, what do you call it? When uh, Eze equalised and um, for the second time to make it 2-2 with that absolute banger, I have never heard Celeste Park so quiet, like, because I think fans have just had enough. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just given me that, it's just given me that impression and, you know, it's, I think the board have acted way too late with these signings. Like, yes, these signings will help us, you know, in giving, in good time. We've, you know, we've been calling, we've needed a, a new right back for five years, really, since Wan-Bissaka left the club. And then um, you've got Adam Walton as well, who will be great. But it's like when you've gone from saying, oh, you want loans and bargain players so all you needed was a thrashing and a couple of banners to make you think, oh, OK, let's invest some money. And it's it's just the case of it's a bit late because everyone's already deflated. It's going to take a lot for us to get excited again as Palace fans.
3: That's really what i got to say on the matter. Mm, yeah so uh, in terms of we'll, we'll talk about the transfers a bit later on, in terms of like the actual performance and like, even the subs, you did mention that Ozo had a positive um, performance, and, and I agree, and I've said it all along that he should have you know more chances, and we'll see what happens with Walton coming into the club, whether that uh, hinders maybe some of the minutes that he could be potentially getting, especially when the is back as well. that's I don't know what's going to happen with Ozo then. um what did you make of the you know the other sub in terms of Jeffrey Schlapp? For um, who was it? Eze was it? Eze? I think it was Eze. Yeah. Um, the thing is, right? No, Elise. One I think. Yeah. It was, I think the Schlock came on for Elise. Ozo came Obviously on no for, for Eze. Eze.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know if well, it was at like the game, but I heard. As I said it before as well. I heard a few boos, and apparently someone who was listening to the game on the radio heard it as well when Schlock came on. Is yeah. it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Situations like that in terms of like the subs being negative. Some. Well some say I agree with it um is it that that annoys you the most when it comes down to like even a manager and you know some of the some some of the things that's been going on? Well, I'm not
9: surprised that Jeffrey Schlupp came on because the thing is right when Elise went off, my heart was telling me either Francer or Ah but my head was telling me Jeffrey Schlupp because we I know how Roy Hodgson's going to play it. And you can, I can see both sides of the argument because this, again, this was a much needed win. And we were 3 2 up at the time. We just scored. And I thought Schlapp is a very uh, defensive minded player, which is why it's negative. But at the same time, like, Say if we brought on Franca and a Hamada and then considered the equaliser, there would be fans out there saying, why didn't you put Schlupp on the pitch? Because he can defend. But then on the other side of the coin, it's like when Schlupp came on, I barely noticed he was on the pitch. And when he did um, have to make an impact, he simply didn't.
0: So Mason, sorry to interrupt, mate. Um, I agree with you. He didn't. He was absolute toilet. So, my thinking about it is, is Eze's got to come. No, elise has got to come off, right? So, why don't you put, are you wide left and bring on Franca to play on the right or vice versa? Why don't you oh. do that? Because, no, because honestly, Franca came on against Man City and for the 12 minutes that the old guy gave him, he looked the business, right? And he's that type of player that he can carry you up the field. And that's what we needed. We had 11 minutes of injury time. And we nearly blew it. They hit the bar for crying out loud.
9: Yeah. The thing is, though, right, as fans, we've only seen it at home. We've only seen it once this season. I guess you can argue against Wolves because we did did go 3-1 up and then they scored a very late goal where they had no chance to come back. But if you count that one, okay, we've only seen it twice at home this season where we've killed games off. And I think that's why the booing started because... Yes, we went 3-2 up, but we wanted more. I think that was a point in the game where we felt like we could have broken Sheffield United down a bit, a bit more and make the game a bit more comfortable for ourselves. Because as soon as Schlupp came on, it was just a case of Sheffield United cross comes into the box, we'll clear it out. Nine times out of ten, the ball will go straight back to Sheffield United, then they come back at us again. And I think there was two chances in quick succession where they could have scored they hit the bar and Henderson had to pull off a save now I will talk about Henderson for a little bit the first goal I didn't have a great angle of it but from what I could tell it was a it was quite a decent finish you can argue that Sam Johnston could have saved it if he was in nets but I don't know about that one the second one though right Yes, I, I, I heard at the start of the uh, stream that you said about the deflection and obviously it took a wicked deflection. But the thing is, even when, uh, was it McAtee who scored it? Mm-hmm. McAtee? Yeah. yeah. Even when McAtee goes to strike that ball, positioning-wise, Henderson does not look ready to save it. you shot him. His positioning was terrible. And then when it does take the deflection, it doesn't really change. It, it, in, in essence, it makes the ball move slower and it just... And when I first saw it, I thought it looped straight into the top corner. When I watched it on highlights, it went deflected over his head and straight into the middle of the goal. And he didn't even make an attempt to save it. And it's like, it wasn't like an unstoppable deflection. Even if you try and save it and you're unlucky or whatever, then maybe we wouldn't be getting on his case so much.
0: There was another one where a ball came across the box and he grabbed it and he couldn't even... Oh, yeah, get, yeah, I remember
3: one. It was in the first half. It was in the first yeah. half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah,
0: you see tough. the one time he actually had to make a clearance under pressure, and he put the ball in the alpha?
3: Yeah.
0: Or maybe... So
3: what were you we saying about the Henderson situation then, Mason? Do you want Sam Johnson in goal for the Brighton game? I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough one because we
9: need... I, I would say, yeah. But... I don't see the thing is with Roy is that once he finds a lineup in a winning game, no matter what game it is, he will not change it unless he has to with injuries. Now the thing is with Eze and the league I mean, back to the goalkeeper thing because no one's injured any uh, in goalkeeper anyway. I don't. I would like Johnson in goal, but knowing Roy, Henderson will go in goal.
0: Who's better, um, Dean Henderson or Wayne Henderson?
3: No, nah, I don't I just I stand, I just can't agree with that. Like I don't think Dean Henderson's that bad. He he's made some very important saves for us. Yeah. The thing
4: up. is,
9: I think oh, it's hard. I
3: think
9: it, I would say Dean Henderson's better, but it's hard to compare
3: because Wayne Hennessy's had a lot had a lot more time at the club. There's <laughs> no way. I'm sorry, I need to stop this. There's no way we're comparing Dean Henderson to Wayne Hen, Wayne Hennessy. I'm yeah, we can't stop this. Peter, we, have you seen him come off his line? Dean yeah, Henderson. no, i have never for mate. Need for mate. Dean, all right, he might not be a 10-out, but he's not... There's no way Henderson and Wayne Hennessy is in the same sentence. Wayne Hennessy... Um, we when, when he, he could do a show about Wayne Hennessy. I, he was genuinely terrible for the majority of the... Like, terrible. Yeah. And Dean, Dean Henderson, Henderson
0: is worse, mate, because he can't claim a cross. He's not
3: worse. He, he not
0: claim a the, so across, thing is, the thing is, right, Henderson
9: made his debut away at Man City, right? So he's had Man City where um, the two goals, he he had no chance. And, well, he made an unbelievable save to deny Bernardo Silva. If that had gone in, then the game would have been completely out of our reach. Brighton, now, it was an unbelievable header, but he nearly lost us that game with the punch to Danny Welbeck and at that one. So, yeah, I guess yeah. you can argue with that
3: one. That was terrible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Brighton. Yeah. So, I don't think he done anything wrong. Goals prevented 0.0. Like, he didn't have, did you he against didn't have
4: five, saves,
3: five saves, three from inside the box Um and run outs. He had one out of one. So, he did run out. Against
9: was, against Arsenal, yeah, it, like against Arsenal, it was, let's just say, a shocking performance all round. But Henderson, yeah, that wasn't great. But you got the... um the thing, long story short, is that Wayne Hennessy had a lot more time at the club. Give I Hennessy think, the, give at the same time with. as he gave Hennessy, and then we can compare him. Listen, I've seen I him against say. Arsenal,
0: that's all I needed to see, and he got bullied.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. He had a bad game. Not every goalkeeper is going to have a ten out of ten game. Even the top class goalkeepers that have bad games. But there's no way we're we're here right now talking about Wayne Hennessy and Dean Henderson in the same sentence. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's Callum Cal- there's, in the chat. He's been saying, "Um, Stan
0: talks bollocks and he loves me." Callum, come on, mate. We'll have um, we can have a we. will we'll, chat up a bit more bollocks if you want,
3: mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. But I don't know. So Stan, you want Sam Johnson in goal then? 100%. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, hundred we'll, percent. We'll see. I don't think he will make the change, but um, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Dean has been that bad apart from the Arsenal game. Uh, Mason, quickly, um, Brighton, uh, talk to me. How you feeling after today's game? Look, then again, they lost four 0 as well, so. Um, even though our performance might have not been ten out of ten, we got to win. Um, of course, it's Brighton. We know what happens in them games. So you don't really really look up uh, you know form or any of that because it depends on who really turns up on the day. Um, but are you confident? The thing is, I was uh, I spoke to a Brighton fan after the
9: game, sort of trying to you know create a bit of banter. But he was he he said honestly, I haven't seen any of the highlights yet, but apparently Luton played them off the park. <laughs> um, But I've seen it so many times where a team will go and play terribly and in the following week they play Palace at home and all their um, problems are solved within 90 minutes.
0: Well, Arsenal so, was a prime example. They couldn't string a result together before they played us, wasn't it? And then they played us and that was it. 5-0, see you later. Yeah,
9: yeah. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the trouble. So, you know, obviously for Brighton... No matter what form we're in, no matter what form they're in, I will try, at least, and be optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. But it it all depends on Eze and elise Now, I hate to say it again, because, you know, before it was the FC, now it's Eze and the FC.
3: A
0: oh, two-man formates... team, not a one-man team. Improvement. <laughs>
9: Yeah, we should be grateful for that. Don't
3: don't the thing, that the with thing, Roy. Is, the thing is we can be Eze and Elise AFC. There's no problem with that. My problem lies where the we get exposed when them those players are not in the side. And when I mean by exposed, of course the quality is going to go down because I don't think we have any other players in the side that can match match Eze and Elise's quality. My my stance is that tactically we get exposed because I think we should rely on their brilliance individually to go and get results for us. Yeah. And when they're not there, we can see, like, tactically, we just look clueless going forward. And yeah, that's definitely. my problem. With We're other sides, are But you'd still see some patterns of play or what they're trying to do in the final third. With us, we look clueless. And even today, when that's when you know, we've beaten them 3-2, yes, Sheffield United. But I think you made a very good point about Eze and Elise 3 and Sheffield United too, because it was their individual brilliance. I still, I'm looking at this Palace side going forward thinking what are we actually training? Like what are we trying to do in a training pitch, especially in attack? Because I don't see it. I just see individuals that's creating moments rather than as a team of us trying to do something. And that's where my problem lies. And that's why I feel like, you know, another manager could not hurt us in a way, because I don't think, well, I don't know what we're good at right now. I don't think we're good defensively. I don't think we're that great uh, in terms of tactics going forward. And it just relies on Eze and Elisa and hopefully they are fit for the game, but it's just, that's that's all we, if, if one of them have a bad game and you have to rely on the tactics or someone else to come in, I, I think we'll finish. It's simple as that. Because it's just is,
9: Yeah, the trouble is, is that um like, when they aren't starting, Eze and Elisa, we don't
3: know how to string a pass together going forward. Exactly. And that, that goes down to the tactics. Yes, the quality drops, but if, if, we, if we practice... Patterns of play, phases of play, then at least on the pitch, you're going to see that from some of these players. I don't think these players are that bad. You know, of course, they're going to be off, but they're not that bad. But that's the problem. I I think we're not being well coached. And that's what exposes us. Look at the Arsenal game, for example. Elise wasn't there. Eze was there. It's just Eze. Like, that's what we're relying on. Just Eze. Just Eze. Mm. Give the ball to Eze. See what he does. Well, if I'm Arsenal? I'm just going to stop Eze and then you stop all of our attack. And that's what happened. To be fair, for some of the attacks. It's not going to be Shepherd United. It's been. Majority of the games this season, where I just look at the game and I think Eze and Elise has won this game, not Roy Hutchins' tactics. Or exactly. Roy <laughs> Hutchins' tactics has cost us this game because Eze and elise are not there and now we look clueless. It's 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 pretty much the same old. D D, all you gotta do is look at the game against Brentford. It was that that
9: again, I remember saying after that game, Eze and Elise save Roy's skin. I think the last game that we actually won. Without moments of Eze and Elise brilliance, was Burnley, and we didn't play well for that. There was no
0: brilliance in that game, wasn't there? So it's, it's right, great, right. Exactly. So, if you want to, yeah. if you
9: want to look at a game where we played well and didn't rely on Eze and Elise, you could argue Man United away or definitely Wolves at home. That was the last time.
3: Hmm. And yeah, looking at two games in yes. what twenty odd games, and that's that's where my problem lies with with where we're going right now. But look. Mace, I know it's late, uh, late night. Hopefully we'll catch up with you on Saturday. Unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, I won't be here on Saturday, so it'll be uh someone else hosting the show because I'll be abroad. Uh, but look, um, hopefully we will catch up with you again soon. Yep. Thanks for
0: calling. I don't take
3: care. How? D- how many we got waiting? Because I gotta go, mate. Yeah, yeah no, no, there's no one waiting now. We're going to wrap it up. Um, just quickly, Stan, before before you go, Brighton, talk to me. I might be able to do a preview because there's a few days before the game yep. keeps off, but we've got a deadline day and all of that. Um, how are you feeling?
0: Um, I think, you know, Derby, the form book goes out the window. Um, but with them, you just never know. I mean, you never know what Palace team's turning up. Yeah, um, if they turn up at all, You also don't know what Brighton team is turning up because like you said like they might have lost 4-0 today but they are and it's it's really really hard to um admit that they're a really good team they are um and they got some players that can absolutely cause us a lot of problems I think if he plays Munoz and he starts Adam Wharton and he doesn't piss around with the lineup you know he plays the strongest team available to him um, then I think we've actually got a good good chance of of getting something. Maybe a, a point, maybe three. If he continues with Chris Richards at right back, Wilkie's Hughes in the middle, and you know, he make the ch- he makes subs like Jeffrey Schlott, um, then we're in trouble and we're gonna be on 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 the end of a of a good hiding. Um, so we'll see. But um this could also be a typical Roy game, one that he highlights of um no points um because he does do that and um yeah that's it but listen you never know we've gone up there before when like they said we shouldn't have even really been playing uh, <laughs> we had two shots and scored two goals and
3: sent oh, yeah.
0: you know, s- send them into a relegation battle that's not going to happen now but listen we never you never know
3: yeah, yeah. Look, um, that's it from me and Stan. you to every single one of you that's watched us live throughout the show. It's gone on for nearly an hour and a half. If you have enjoyed it, make sure to leave a like and subscribe. If you're watching this on replay, let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be back with an announcement and that should be Adam Wharton If not tomorrow on deadline day, we'll most likely have a show as well. So if you haven't already done so subscribe um, and keep safe, people. And until next time, up the palace. Out the palace.